This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Man, it's a wild time, man. It's it a, wild a wild time. time. Free agency is wild. Really wild. Mm-hmm. I am... Um, there's three names that I want to focus on right off the start of the show. Okay. Texans are in the top three when it comes to odds to acquire all three of them. Mm-hmm. Number one, Mike Evans. They're the favorite right now. Yes, they are. Don't know whether that's going to happen or not, but number one, Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Number two, Josh Jacobs. They're number three right now in the odds to acquire Josh Jacobs. And then Saquon Barkley, he's following everyone on Instagram. Yeah. And Saquon Barkley's up there. Obviously, they would... If they take one, it lowers the odds of the other. But right, right now, right. the Texans, they're they are they're hot and heavy, and they're right near the top when it comes to this free agency process. Then they should be. Uh, you you heard me speaking with uh, Sean and Seth. And, uh, the, By the way, thank, we got to thank Sean for the noon hour. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He had a great segment that Seth did not seem down on. So we're going to eat the meat. That pause, he left on the bone? That Sean left on the bone. Okay. I thought it was a great question. I, th- I actually uh, thought you could do a whole show on it. Okay. Uh, Seth wasn't down. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna eat the meat that Seth did not want at 1235. Okay. I Sean had a good question. I'm in. We'll play it. I'm in. Yeah, we'll get to it. I'm in. But the mindset collectively, and I'm not like scolding anybody. It's more of a frustration. We should have a segment called Eat Sean's Meat. Pause. <laughs> Anytime Sean has like something he's real excited about, like whether it's a power ranking, yeah. whether it's like a, like a, a question about either or, mm-hmm. and Seth doesn't want to do it, we just need to like as part of show prep, we need to eat Sean's meat. I'm down. Pause to eat Sean's meat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I give you both permission <laughs> to eat my meat. Uh. Anywho. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, like, I don't mean to scold anybody. I'm just trying to like shed light on these things. Uh, and 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 you what heard you me trying to shed light. What are you like you're the just, savior? Well, you can call me that if you want. That I'll wear that hat. Um, no, but, but they're like they're you know we're talking about teams that are having to sign their own players, legit free agents, legit you know potential tag franchise tag players. And then going out to free agency, and there's just this this emanating feeling that I get, and it's not emanating, st- emanating. It's emanating. Um, what is that? It, it's just sort of rising. It's uh, it's just sort of there. It's a hell of a word. It, it's not. I like that. It, it's emanating. Emanating. An emanating feeling, right, Figgy? Uh, that Figgy, uh, Figgy ain't listening. To you. <laughs> that's out there. Figgy, of that, Figgy. oh well. We did, can't do that. Did you catch uh, Figgy yesterday with during your hot take? No. Which one? Man, look at this. Let me see. So Sports Radio Hold 16. On, let me get so up. you're just spitting fire. It was the take of the day. They highlighted it and everything. Like, look at this. Look at this. We're on YouTube, Twitch, if you want to check this out. 
So Lopez is spitting fire about Mike Evans oh, and them. Yeah, Look at this. Vicky's just sitting there having his own little solo conversation. I did see on that. On the side. I did see that. <laughs> He's not listening to you. Yeah, I'm doing ask, like I'm doing like 50 different ask, things behind here while y'all sitting there blabbing. He's, ta he's, he's talking to Leroy about some watch party or something like that. Apparently, people don't think I do anything around here, so they just come in oh, wow. and just... Oh, wow. It, it, it is wild. Like, Figgy's on a show. Figgy's like the third voice. Figgy's like the most important person in the building. Uh, during pre-show, I make Figgy's life as easy as possible. Figgy will say that. Yeah. Yes. Because I know that when the show goes on, Figgy's going to be more involved than anyone. And then people just barrel and he's into gonna the be able studio. To go, and then people are just coming in there showing him their damn weekend pictures. Yeah. Leroy's coming in. Hey, check this out. <laughs> Look at this shot of tequila we took at the club. Not only that, though. It's other people that's walking around like, hey, you want to go to the so-and-so at, 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 at noon? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm doing a show. <laughs> I'm working, you know. <laughs> oh, why you ain't go to the, the get the at 1 p.m. I'm like, I'm doing the show. <laughs> I can't just leave. It's unbelievable. Lopez is sitting there spitting that take, uh, and, the, was, and the dude's in there flipping his flipping through his pictures. I was white hot. I was on fire. Uh, and Figgy's like, yeah. And no, by the huh? way, he ain't the only one to do that. No, it's, it's about eight different people that come oh, in and I just. Know. I know. Hey, you see how they're coming along on the bull? <laughs> uh, on the on, For the cookout? You going to go? I got an extra VIP pass. Kind of busy here. <laughs> kind of busy. We're working, man. Yeah. We're grinding. <laughs> People don't think I work, man. Yeah. So the NFL Combine is uh, next week. That's when the news really gets intense. We're actually going to take, I've set up daily trips to the Combine. Cody Stutz is going to be there, so we're going to get some daily trips to the Combine. Oh, heck yeah. Nice. So, so we'll figure heck out yeah. We'll figure out what's popping there. Uh Stutz is going to be there. But but the the four biggest stories, if, if you want to know what the four biggest stories are, number one, Saquon looks like he's gone. He gone. Yeah, yeah. Looks he like gone. he's gone. They're begging him in New York to stay. It looks like he's going to hit the market. Mm -hmm. And the Saquon Barkley, the Instagram following, following all the Texans players, that is a thing. Uh, number two, mm -hmm. they're still the favorite for Mike Evans. Mike Evans not going to get tagged. The Mike Evans thing is interesting to me because – I just don't understand. I keep hearing, and this is this is on like national mm -hmm. shows or like when when you hear like Tampa people say it's Mike Evans is sitting around and wondering what they're gonna do with Baker Mayfield. Like is that Yeah, like he's waiting on as that. great as Baker Mayfield was last year, and as much as I, I root for Baker Mayfield, I respect Baker Mayfield. Is that like what's gonna keep you around right. in Tampa Bay? Oh, I get to play with Baker Mayfield for three more years? Is so that what is, we're doing? So are they waiting on him to, to see if he's going to resign There's or are they going to make a better move at quarterback? See, that's the question, and that's and it's also the answer. Because if you're not sure if he's waiting whether they sign Baker Mayfield or he doesn't sign, then he's not the answer. <laughs> yeah, because he could sign and he could still be like, hey, yeah. yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really confused by that. So what's he going to do? Is he going to, like, if they get Baker Mayfield, he's going to say, oh, I really want to play with him. I mean, I'm – they had a good year, but come on. Baker Mayfield is a lot of things, but a deal breaker is not one of them. Number three is Josh Jacobs. Texans are third in line for Josh Jacobs uh, on the odds. They're tied with Cincinnati. The Saquon thing is obviously connected to that, but I, I think it's it seems and assumptions have been proven wrong time after time in the offseason, mm -hmm. so I wouldn't. A common sense would lead you to believe they're going to be in this market, but 
whether you're following the money, whether you're listening to us, whether you're trying to read between the lines of what they got, it seems like in some way, shape, or form, they're going to be active in this running back thing. Well, one of the two, uh, you mentioned that earlier, and uh, uh, you know we all have our preferences, but either one of those, and the Texans are in business, obviously, uh, at the running back position, but I think they're definitely in play with both. Number four, mm-hmm. you've mentioned this guy a couple times. He's my uh, sign or decline topic today, just as like a non-Mike Evans. I'm out on Gabe Davis. That th- This has been too much. That's eight-minute video, seven-minute video, or whatever. <laughs> Between arguing with the Buffalo fans, yeah. the eight-minute video, the statistics, five pages of statistics, yeah. <laughs> I-, I don't know about this guy. This might be Kenny Galladay <laughs> all over again from the Lions to the Giants. Well, I'm, I'm out on Gabe Davis. I'm the one that brought it up, and it did hit me a little funny, but I'm still in on Gabe Davis. Yeah, no, he seems like on. he wants to be the number one he dude. He was stretching those numbers, man. He, he was He's getting every ounce of those stats. He was stretching those numbers, uh, so we'll get to that. But uh, no, I'm 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 still in on him. And then number five, this is number five. This is a bonus. ESPN draft analyst Matt Miller has got to be one of the biggest goofballs uh, in the world. Yesterday he threw this takeout, and he got jumped on like a trampoline by Texans Twitter. Here's what he said. Quote, pre-combine draft take. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks for prefacing that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Patriots should not draft a quarterback at number three overall. This roster isn't ready for a rookie QB and would just set his development back. This isn't Houston with the Hall of Fame left tackle and solid supporting cast. This is closer to Carolina, and we saw how that worked out. All right. Here's a couple of things. He's getting killed because of his revisionist history because yes. he's acting like te- the Texans had a uh, had a perfect, you know, cast around him and all that type of stuff. Someone actually dug up one of his tweets last year oh, during the draft process. Oh, I'm so process. glad. That's what I was thinking. Here's what he said. Here, yeah. here was his, his tweet. This was on the uh, 27th. Bryce Young elevated an Alabama offense in 2022 that lacked star power. In Carolina, who have elite offensive minds, mm-hmm. a solid offensive line and improving, and veteran targets. It's a great landing spot for Young. Let me just say this. I don't even care if he was wrong about Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I don't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me because that happens. We were wrong about Bryce sure. Young and C.J. Stroud. Sure. But him saying that you don't draft a quarterback, and this is the discussion we were having 365 days ago. Him saying you don't draft a quarterback because you're not a quarterback away is the most idiotic take in the world. First of all, you're assuming that you're always going to have an opportunity to draft a quarterback. Mm -hmm. That's very rare. Like, Pittsburgh hasn't had an opportunity to get a quarterback since Mike Tomlin's been there. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's that's one assumption. The other thing is, he's assuming that if I went up to Dave Tepper's rich ass in Carolina, the Mm -hmm. owner of the Panthers, Mm -hmm. and I said, all right, I'm going to give you this time machine. We're going to go back 10 months. We're going to go back to last April, and we're going to let you have the number one pick overall that Dave Tepper's going to pick a tack or a corner. No, he's still going to take a quarterback. He's just probably going to take CJ instead of Bryce. Right. Well, the other big part of this that that I that I jumped to, who started this? Cuz uh, he's not the only one who says it. It's no. like someone said something and people just repeated it. Who started this? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. The the other part of this is he talked about a Hall of Fame left tackle and a great supporting cast. What was he and we what were we saying a year ago about and I don't know if they have any wide receivers. 
Yeah. Uh, man, you know, Dalton, Dalton Schultz, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, Damian Pierce can have, uh, uh, you know, step up and have a better year. Uh, I don't know about this offensive line. What? They gave Titus Howard $30 million? What? Wait, what? Uh, so, this this supporting cast was not there. It, but even, it wasn't there. But even then, even then, yeah, I can forgive him for that. Yeah. But you're telling me that if I need a left tackle, I need a corner, I need a quarterback, I need a wide receiver, I just don't draft a quarterback? Like last year, we were talking, if you didn't want to draft a quarterback, that's cool. We can explain. Like, What, what do you want? So this, the Bengals with the bad offensive line and no receivers at the time, they shouldn't have drafted Joe Burrow? Right. Yeah. And, and then Peyton Manning at the – I mean, like all these – these guys it's so stupid it's stupid and 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 the other part as well there's so many parts to this that are that are wrong is you don't know if you're going to have the number two or three pick again in the next year you got it you have it now you have to evaluate the quarterbacks because some quarterback classes are not as good as the other and there's also that how do you know if you don't draft a quarterback this year that the quarterback class next year is going to be there's going to be one or two elite ones and you're even going to have the pick no, you absolutely draft that quarterback. They did the right thing. Uh, anybody would do the right thing if they evaluate that quarterback as someone that can carry the franchise. I'm just glad we're not having this discussion. Oh, man, am I? Yeah, draft. I, I'm starting to realize from afar how exhausting some draft discussions can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, from had afar, we had them. <laughs> like, it was last year yeah, for we, sure. We had them. I mean, we had them in, like, week eight. Yeah. Now it's just, uh Okay. We did have him in a week. He's talking about Bryce Young. Yeah. See what happens in week five. Free agency. See what happens in free agency, and then we can see what happens in the draft. It's just, it's very relieving. Mm -hmm. So, I've decided uh, I've got a theme song for my... uh, for my Saquon Barkley love. Lopez was kind of feeling this. Dude, I I turned it into a confession. I hit the confession. What was this? What are we doing here? Figgy Landry hit a beat in the studio a second ago. I couldn't help myself, man. I was, I was, was feeling it. I was getting into it. He was feeling it. So the confession is that, and also, I have to know who this was. I have to know who who did this beat. I think it's like I Heart Memphis or something. But I, I just, I want Quan. I want Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. So I tried to find a song. I was gonna do some Rich Homie Quan. I don't, I don't know. That's not yeah. very catchy. It's uh, too much, you know. I got, I got, I got to download. I'm gonna put it on my Spotify right so now. So hit, the, hit the Quan is is the is the new rally cry for the uh, for Saquon Barkley. Should yeah. the Texans hit the Quan? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They need to hit the quad, man. Who is this, Figgy? I'm putting it in my Spotify. I Heart Memphis. I Heart Memphis. It's funny. I heard this song a million times. Did not know who sang this song, man. I think it's like just like one of those YouTube type things. Yeah, it was one of them dance songs. Oh, I love Memphis. It's that dance, that front back thing. Hit the quad, baby. Yeah, hit the quad. Original version. Downloading. 92 million downloads. Yeah, it's popular. Got to get on that Saquon Barkley. Hit the quad. Add to like songs. Is there any Mike Evans rally cries? Be like Mike. Come on. I mean, <laughs> really? I don't know. What's a good Mike uh, uh, jam there, Figgy? What's a good Mike beat? Uh, or an Evans beat? I think we can. Uh, I think we can get. We can use some of our uh, 
some of our pull that if they do get Saquon Barkley, that's got to be the theme when he. Oh yeah. When he does. Oh, something. it will be. It will, it will be. be hit the Quan. They got to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I if he run for a first down or something yeah, like that. Hit the Quan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kick in beat was pretty strong. Hey, it's yeah. just a, it's just a catchy thing. Pretty strong. I'm I'm all in on this Saquon thing. This this Instagram following, all that type. I'm, I'm in on Saquon. Well, I don't see why not. I mean, uh, it, it, it's he and Evans for me. He and Jacobs. I mean, Jacobs and Evans. Uh, I'm good with that too. Uh, but uh, Saquon, I'm I'm leaning more toward it. I don't know if it's the beat talking, or if it's uh, the conversations I've had with you. Because here we go. Because the, yeah. that that was the. I feel he's more explosive than Jacobs, and out of oh, the back and, and out of the backfield. Oh, he is. Yeah. Wait for it. But what I really want to know about this, like all these takes that we got fly, flying all over the place, this awesome, incredible free agency period that is upon us. Astros about a month away. Mm-hmm. Your takes, my takes, Figgy's takes, if he's listening to them. <laughs> If he's listening to yours. If no one's interrupting him. <laughs> if, if he's not getting the scroll through. <laughs> I want to know what Austin Rivers thinks about all this. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. You want to know what Austin Rivers thinks about I want to know what Austin Rivers thinks about all this. And why is that? He had Sean Pendergast hot and bothered this morning, man. <laughs> I saw that. He made the rundown. He did. I saw the tweet. Mm-hmm. Austin Rivers, man. Yeah. You think he wants Saquon or Mike Evans? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to guess, though. Austin Rivers you would think want he wants Saquon? Saquon. Yeah, he's a brand He's a brand guy. He wants that big brand. Okay. Yeah. Josh Jacobs doesn't have the same. I mean, he's the same type of player. But Does I mean, he want him over Mike Evans? Yes. Yes, I think he does. All right. It is a cookout week here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. We're a week away from the combine. We're about three weeks away from the start of free agency. Uh, We have at 11 o'clock, I've been waiting for this since last Friday, uh, we have the analysis of this C.J. Amber thing that we've been dying to hear insightful thoughtful hilarious the two guys who can break this down better than anyone and i think they might make a lot of you feel better if you're upset about it they might make a lot of you feel better if you're not then they still might make you feel better this is the analysis we've been dying for at 11 a.m coming up next though the big two mike evans role play john lopez is going to take us inside the head of fellow aggie Mike Evans, and if you're not sold on Saquon, then maybe his own teammate can sell you on him. Mike Evans and hitting the Quan next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Peggy has hit him big time. Houston, let's get in the loop. All the jokes are coming fast and furious every time y'all talk about this guy. With Landry Locker. Landry, I mean, you're going to be in midday forever now. And John Lopez. On occasion, Lopez makes a statement that's so ludicrous. It makes me pick my phone up and call you guys. You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Your champ, 6 p.m. Sports Radio 6 Hit the quad. Saquon Barkley. If you're not sold on Saquon Barkley and you don't believe in him and you question his impact on his squad, let's hear from someone that's actually on his team. Let's hear from Kayvon Thibodeau. This was Kayvon Thibodeau. This was on the 7 p.m. in Brooklyn podcast. Daniel Jones got paid last year. Saquon Barkley did not. This is a guy who was on the squad when the Giants went to the playoffs. Here's what Sa- here's what Saquon Barkley's own teammate, Kayvon Thibodeau, has to say about the impact and what he thinks about Saquon Barkley. You paid Daniel Jones $40 million, Not and it, it was a great odd. Me, I believe. A lot of people was mad at that. A lot of people was mad at that, but I was like, let listen. Me, let me tell you what I'm mad at, and it's the only thing I'll say about that. What I'm mad about is that Saquon, because if you look at the game, the tape, Saquon was responsible for at least... 30% of our explosive plays. Oh, yeah. Not more. Talking about the year we won the playoff game. So for me and for the integrity, working together and hard work, and we all believe the same things, I feel like Saquon should have got paid first. Okay. That's how he feels. He's not alone. He's going to be on the market, Saquon Barkley. That is right now my prime candidate for the Texans. I think it's a Christian McCaffrey-type impact um, that Christian McCaffrey has made since he went to San Francisco in which they've won the overwhelming majority of their games. They've been in two NFC Championship games in the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I think he is, w- without Christian McCaffrey, we're not having these and we're not seeing these and we're not witnessing these is Brock Purdy elite conversations. I think if Christian McCaffrey never gets traded there, we're not we're not having these discussions. I, I, think, I think that he is that good. And when you factor in that C.J. Stroud could have something like that, he might not be Christian McCaffrey, but... Uh, he's an all-purpose I mean, he type of back that you could be. I mean, we've seen him. Yeah. We've seen him have some pretty good years. My number one guy right now is Saquon Barkley. Yeah, and and when Kayvon uh, Thibodeau said that, it it wasn't a unique take. It was just a player saying it. Like anybody who was watching that whole thing unfold knew that Saquon got him that money. And so imagine with CJ on a rookie contract and Saquon here, and what he could do. That that's why it's such an attractive thing. Then we have Mike Evans. John Lopez, big fan of Mike Evans. Matter of fact, he's saying both. 
Remember that Deion Sanders stuff cross commercial back in the day? Yeah. Deion, you want to play offense or defense? Both? Both. John Lopez is talking both uh, when it comes to the potential of landing Saquon or Mike Evans. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm all ears. I, I, I say that with my chest. Biggie as... might not like this take. I'm all ears here. <laughs> I'm all ears here. Wait, well, what y'all say? <laughs> Over here, Figgy. What happened? Over here. It's not your fault. We're having fun with you, not at you. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at an Instagram picture. Yeah, yeah. Who showed it to you? Oh, hey, what's going on? Uh, and No, look. When you look, when you look at this team, and I'm I'm not even going to talk about the the mindset that seems to be out there emanating. As I said earlier, uh, I'm just talking about like common sense. When you have the Kansas City Chiefs with seven million dollars of cap, no, no, I, I, that's wrong. I think it's eighteen million dollars of cap space. Okay, they're going to try to sign their own players. They might tag one. And they're going to try to bring in a free agent. They're in the market for for free agent wide receivers, including one Mike Evans has been mentioned with the Kansas City Chiefs. So if they're going to do that with $18 million of cap space and you have $64 million of cap space, you got to play that game. You want to get to the AFC Championship. You want to compete with the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You can do both. You don't have a Chris Jones and a Legereus Sneed uh, to, to try to worry about here. There's not going to be anybody tagged uh, with the Houston Texans. You can go out there, not free spending, wild money, dumb money, but smart money with players that are specifically identified like Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley. You can get both. It's not a stretch. It's not a fantasy world. It's not like, oh, you know, uh, you know, bad money or anything like that. You can get both. And then what are you? You're a contender. Overnight. I think there's one. I, I think the running back makes the impact. And on the text line, you have the 614. Give me a list of teams that have succeeded after signing a big-name running back. Well, San Francisco traded half a draft for Christian McCaffrey and inherited one of the largest running back contracts. Didn't lose a game until the NFC Championship game. And then they went back to the Super Bowl this year, and he was top five in MVP candidate voting. I don't, I don't know what else you need. Uh, every team in the playoffs – uh, in the final, in the final four, um, outside of Kansas City, was in the top five in running the ball. Yeah, and and you're not you're not breaking the bank for running backs. There's a, there's another text that says, um, "Don't break the bank, go young." Okay, give me the young running back that you want to draft this year. I would love to hear it because there's not really anyone worth taking in round one. The high priced running backs right now are cheap. Their impact is not minimized. Yeah. It's not minimized. There's good value there. Absolutely. And as far as both, you're not breaking bank when your quarterback's on his rookie deal. That's the, that's the mindset we got to get in. When your quarterback's on his rookie deal, when your edge guy's on his rookie deal, that's where teams break the bank. Yeah. Chargers have two edge guys making like close to $30 million this year. The Texans' main edge guy is is on a rookie contract. The quarterback's on a rookie contract. So you can be a little bit more aggressive. You have a little bit more, more money to throw around. But yeah, the- and, and I'm getting a little riled up here. And I know you like it when I get riled up. Uh, do you have confidence in this front office or not? Because if you, if you say, I have no confidence that this front office can spend money wisely and bring in a free agent that will have an immediate impact, then, I'm, then I, hear, I can hear you. 
I think this front office and this head coach is smart enough to do the evaluations. Look at what they've done with mediocre free agents. You know, and 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 the whole thing of the outliers. Name one free agent that you just named McCaffrey. That was a, a deal, but still they had to pick up the contract. I mean, you can go back in NFL history, and there people go to the outlier immediately. You know, well that was a bad free agent signing. Well, that was a bad. There also have been good ones. I mean, you can go back as long as you want. Drew Brees was a free agent when he when he left San Diego. Yeah, he was a free agent. Yeah, how'd that work out? Good. Deion Sanders was a free agent. You know, how'd that work out? Like, like, well, like you're going far back. No, that's not, I'm, I, what I said is you can go back as far as you want. Yeah. And there have been smart, if you trust the front office and you spend wisely and you have the money and the Texans have all three of those things, you well, can sign smart, big free agents. I also just think the game has changed. Yeah. So like in the, when it comes to discussing the running back, it's a small sample size of running backs being devalued. Yes. They had a damn Zoom meeting like 10 months ago to talk about what the hell they're going to do about the devalue of the running back. So it's it's a relatively new philosophy. Like three years ago, mm-hmm. people were breaking bread for running backs. You don't have to go that far back. So there's been a there's been a shift in how the position is valued and how it's looked at. So how do you adjust to that shift? San Francisco decided, you know what, we're going to trade half a draft. We're going to bring in Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. They're the, they're yeah. the team that is, has really adjusted to that. Mm-hmm. It can it, if you don't have confidence. If you think these guys are just a bunch of bumbling buffoons, I, I can listen to you say I don't trust them signing a free agent. I I have confidence in them. I think they're smart. I think they can get it done. So you can do both. There's certain positions that you can you can overpay for. Like you you can overpay for corners. You can overpay for receipt. You can overpay for tackles. Like there's all there's all types. Like. When you're talking about Mike Evans, you, you kind of know what it is. You're not giving him like a six-year deal. Yeah. You're going to offer him a few years. He's going to come in. He's going to mentor your guys. He's going to be the dude. The Saquon Barkley, you're hoping he comes in and adds different elements. But it's it's not it's not the same. Like No one's sitting here pounding the table saying, Brian Burns, he wanted $30 million. You got to give him $30 million a year. That's different. Yeah. This isn't even like when we're talking about the the money that we're talking about with Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. This isn't this isn't like going and in, in recklessly spending. This, That's my point. Yeah, this isn't Trent Brown mm-hmm. making him the highest paid offensive lineman in the in the NFL. Yeah, like Saquon Barkley is going to make close to what Dalton Schultz made last year. Like if the if the market values are correct. Then what Dalton Schultz did for you and what Saquon Barkley can do for you, that's there. It's 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 the most maybe a running back on the market will get. But when you look at the impact that running backs still make, like mm-hmm. the Raiders made the playoffs a couple years ago or were close to it because of Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee Titans were good because of Derrick Henry. And that's that's like an equalizer for bad quarterbacks. Yeah. You put Saquon Barkley with a good quarterback and in a good situation. Exactly. It's just kind of like that. So like there's not there's it's not like there's been like in the NBA, like they used to say, well, you know, the centers are dead. You know, the centers are dead. So th- does that mean that the Nuggets should have just not built around Jokic <laughs> exactly. or that the Sixers shouldn't have drafted Embiid? Like sometimes there's exceptions and there's there's guys Wimby. that could get, that can be yeah. game changers. Yeah, you shouldn't, have, you shouldn't, have, shouldn't have drafted Wemby. Yeah, centers are dead. <laughs> it kind of changes a little bit. Yeah. Both. John Lopez, both, both. when it comes to Mike Evans. 
Saquon Barkley. Coming up, Alex Bregman's gotten big. Who the hell is this, a spot fella? <laughs> and is Rondon getting deserved hatred for what he said about one of the Astros' division rivals or what he said about his mindset? Baseball Spo next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. We're making the stories from outside the loop matter to you. This is Localize It. Don't you know I'm local? You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Who they want? 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 Baseball Spo. Baseball Spo. All right, we got Adam Spillane with us. So Alex Bregman's put on some weight. How should that make me feel? 23 pounds. I put on, I've probably done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, Will. We're not counting on you. <laughs> um... I, I don't know. I mean, it, this is what spring training is. It's this guy lost weight. This guy ga- this guy gained weight. You know, we'll see. You got to yeah. wait and see how it looks um, when it's on the field. Um, he so he hasn't gained twenty three pounds since the end of last season. He's gained twenty three pounds since he started he working out. Yeah, yeah, so he lost weight from the end of the season, and then so yeah. So I mean, I I don't know. I I, I if I. You have guys who say I gained weight, I lost weight, I changed my swing, I changed, I added a new pitch. Like this is just part of spring training. So yeah, I don't put very much stock in it at all. You hear it every day, every year. Uh, well, I've never felt better. In fact, yeah. let's go there. Um, I know Bregman said that, and he he expects a big year. But I, I'm interested in Jeremy Pena. Uh, you know, he's talked about, and and you've been covering this uh, differences and adjustments to his swing and and everything. I mean, absolutely huge year for him. I mean, absolutely huge year. What what has he done, and what should be expected? So he's changed his his swing to where there's just a whole lot less movement in it, and, and so that I, I think that when you have a lot less movement, I think that it's basically you you become more efficient with that movement, and so I think that's he thinks it's big for him. Again, we got to wait and see once it gets out on the field because you can work on it in the cage, you can work on it in a live BP. You can work on it in, in regular BP, but until you see it in a game, you don't know how it's going to feel, and you don't know if you'll be able to like keep doing it. Like If you mm-hmm. get off to a bad start, do you just revert back to what you were doing before? I'm not necessarily as worried about his offense as much as I'm worried. I would be more worried about his defense because that's what took a real big step back last year. This is a guy who won a gold glove as a rookie 
And last year, he just wasn't nearly as good mm-hmm. at that position. And that's a premium defensive position. And this team should be able to hit. Like, I think there's plenty of offense uh, in this lineup to where if he isn't putting up, you know, monster numbers, they, they are going to be okay. But as a shortstop, he's got to be better defensively than what he was last year. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask this question. And to be honest, I really don't know. And, and you might not know. Who the hell is Joe Espada? Joe Espada? Like, who? what is he? Like, manager what, of the Astros? Well, what type of manager is this guy? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, like, what is he like? What is his personality like? Is he going to be fiery? Are we going to see Chandler Rome and Joe Espada going at it? Are we going to see Joe? Like, is he going to rest? Like, what What? What are we looking at here? Like, what? Give, give us some, like, just based on what you know, what, what can we look for with this guy? You really don't know because he's never done it before. So mm-hmm. anything that I say would be a complete guess. And you don't know how a guy is going to handle being in that chair until he's actually in that chair. I mean, I'm sure, John, you've seen plenty of times where a guy would be an assistant coach yeah. and that he would get bumped up and he would his, his personality would completely change. In every sport. Yeah. And so like, I, I think... Joe Espada was the natural guy to get the job. He has been in the organization now for a long time. He is well-respected within that clubhouse, and that sort of stuff is important. But how do you handle when you've got to tell the guy, no, you need to sit? How do you handle when yeah. you make a move and it goes wrong? Mm-hmm. So, And then how do you handle just the day-to-day of the job? Like It's such a different job than what he's ever done before. You know, He's got his feet wet a little bit over... You know, the last few years, just I mean, remember Dusty Baker missed about five or six games in, mm-hmm. in 2022 when he had COVID. So Espada kind of had the opportunity to do the job, but Dusty was still running the team. Dusty yeah. was still making out the lineup every single day. So now all this stuff falls on him. He's the one who's got to answer for when things go badly. He's got to. And so some guys handle it better than others. So it's one of those things that we won't know until the season like, starts. Like, is he an analytics guy? Is he old school? No, I, I think that he is probably tilted towards analytics i guess i I don't know i I think that i I don't think as a manager you can be one or the other can he get pissed like is oh i'm I'm sure he can get pissed and i'm sure that he will and how many how many times you think he'll get ejected this year if you had to bet i don't know (laughs) give me a number i really don't because give me an over under i mean dusty got ejected i think only once and that was in the postseason game last year yeah, I think it'll be more than that. Okay, but okay. I, I don't think okay. like I'm, I'm not somebody who uh, you're good with that. You're good with that. Yeah, I'm, give me two or three. I'm not somebody who thinks that. Oh, the manager, the manager needs to get ejected here. I think that's just a waste. No, it's just yeah, entertaining. That's, yeah. it, it's, it's just entertaining. It, it is entertaining, but it's a waste of time, and some of us just want to go home. <laughs> well, they've changed oh, the rules. Right. He's already mad about the length <laughs> of the game. He's already complaining about length. <laughs> He's already worried. Baseball about season's the almost here. Game. No, no umpire has ever changed their strike zone because a manager got ejected. I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um. Are we sort of overlooking Jose Abreu? 30, um, 37, had a bad year last year. Came on, but had a bad last year. He's a year older. Keep You're talking about a key offensive position. Yeah. Are we kind of like just glossing over, like, not concern, but keeping an eye on, on what he's doing? I think you have to keep an eye on it. Um, and I think that they have said, you know, they are going to handle him a little bit different than they did last year. where He's not going to play nearly as much. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was playing basically every single day up until he got hurt and it turned out that he was probably hurt you know when he got hurt yeah 
So I think they're going to watch his innings a little bit. They've got Caratini, who I think can play some first base. Uh, backup catcher, right? Yeah, he's he's the guy that they signed to be the backup catcher, but he can also play first base, and he's a left-handed hitter too, or he's a switch hitter. Mm-hmm. So that's another bat. That's another left-handed bat that they have off the bench. Uh, I think that we'll have to see if John Singleton makes the roster, but that would be another first base option if if they need one uh, down the road. <laughs> so I'm over that story. <laughs> I'm over that story. <laughs> so I, I I think that you know he did the Pilates thing. He's in, he's improved his flexibility a Pilates little bit. Thing. Yeah, he took Pilates. Yeah, okay, he exercised. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, we'll see. But, yeah, he got off to such a bad start last year. Yeah, and he, and he, he's he 37 now. Yeah, he, he looked cooked last yeah. year, but he did get better once he came off the I.L. when he had the back thing. So I think they hope that the guy who came off the I.L. and finished last season is the guy that they're going to get this year. And they better because he's making $19 million and he's got another year left. Yeah. What you would you make of uh, Rondone's comments about priorities and baseball and all that? Rendon? Yeah, Rendon. I mean, good for him. I don't. I mean, it's not a great look, but I mean, I think that it's been pretty clear that he has not exactly loved being a baseball player, but he's really good at it, and he got paid, and that's kind of on the Angels for you know that's where scouting comes in, and that's kind of what the Angels do. That that's where doing your research comes in, where it's like, hey, if you're gonna give this guy a whole lot of money, you better make sure that he loves to play. And I've seen a lot of guys who have been not picked. necessarily. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of guys that don't love to play, and but they're if, really good but, at baseball. Yes, but once they cash in, yeah. now all of a sudden the motivation falls off a little bit. So he cashed in, <sighs> and now you have this guy who doesn't <sighs> necessarily love to play, and now he really has no reason to play because he already cashed in. And you see this in the draft a lot of times. I, we had a guy who was picked very high in the draft, and manager comes up to me. He's like, he's played 15 games as a pro in rookie ball, and he says to me, "This guy's a bust." I said, "What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Doesn't love to play." And that's the big thing. That's what sets the great players from, you know, good players or guys that don't make it. Like, you've got to want to play. You've got to love to compete. And Rendon does not seem to love to compete. He doesn't seem to love to play. And that's something See, that I, the Angels should have known. All. I don't agree. I think there's a lot of guys that understand this is a job and it, they still prioritize but it. They, but they, they still, he's still prioritizing baseball or else he wouldn't be as good as he is. But he hasn't been good in a long time. Yeah, and he's been sitting out a lot. But but, but. He, he does. He and he and he's not. He has not made himself available to the team, and that's the big thing. And it's it's absolutely tanked that team. I'll tell you what, though, I will say this, and I know the Angels aren't really a threat to the Astros. Baseball spoke here. Mm-hmm. Ron Washington will put his foot in his ass. Yeah, like that. That will happen if 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 Ron Washington feels that those comments he will he will use him as an example has wash said anything about that i haven't seen uh, yeah i haven't seen he hasn't said anything I, I yet I, I he'll get listen. asked about it i will be very I'm, honest i imagine he already had i just haven't seen if if he's addressed it but yeah that's that's a big thing though one more question just in baseball in general it's amazing to me that players like Blake Snell uh i guess Cody Ballinger uh, a couple of others so are, Boris Four. huh it's the Boris Four. But Boris how, has four guys: uh, Matt Chapman, the third baseman, Chapman. and there's there's one other guy too. I JD remember. Martinez. Yeah, he's out there. How how are they still on the market? This has been what free agency has been in baseball now for a while. And, and remember, remember Dallas Keuchel in 2018. Yeah, he didn't get signed until June of the next season. Like this is teams are Snell has won two Cy Young. Teams are not going to give in, and the players aren't going to give in either. And so you have teams who. They're like like the teams that will go out and splurge, like the Phillies, mm-hmm. are a team that would go out and splurge. 
if George Steinbrenner were still alive, that's a team that would go out and splurge. But the Phillies don't need anybody. And the Phillies are pretty well set with their roster. I mean, and now I you take a Cy Young winner. And now you have all these teams that, like, the Cubs are a team that would. You're biased. Snell's our guy. But, but other guys, too. It's like, like all well, those guys. Chapman is really, like, the fact that yeah. the Blue Jays just haven't re-signed Matt Chapman doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But teams value players at a certain level. The players value themselves at a certain level. And there seemingly is no meeting in between. And I just, somebody's going to have to move off there. The teams don't seem like they are in any hurry to make any of these signings. And this was, again, this was the big thing in 2018, 2019, Mm -hmm. where nobody was signing. And some of it has to do with what these guys are, like these players want the big contracts and the teams just necessarily aren't willing to give them out. Collusion. And Uh and then you're just waiting to see who blinks first. And so like when Keiko was out there, again, Keiko waited until June to sign with the Braves. And I mean, that's why the Astros didn't get a comp pick for him was for that reason. Spo, we appreciate you. All right. Creeping closer to baseball season. We'll be one week away or one month away next time we talk to you. It's coming up fast. There you go. Get ready for some uh, some nice quick ball games. Coming up, this is the analysis I've been dying for. As soon as I saw that C.J. Stroud video, I needed to hear these guys speak. They saved a whole show for it yesterday. I thought they were going to skip it. They saved a whole show for it yesterday. In-depth, entertaining, insightful breakdown of C.J. Stroud's encounter with one of the biggest sex symbols in the country. Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, 